Hello, and welcome to another episode of Myths and Stories, a Destiny 2 lore podcast. Uh, we are finishing up our series on Clovis Bray today. So we ended last time with uh, Clovis Bray doing his fatal uh, upload of his brain into his, uh, his mainframe uh, to be prepared to be downloaded into uh, the ex, the whatever exo he's going to be put into, and and live on for eternity. Finally, achieve mortality. Him believing he's amongst the gods, having his little personal uh, bout with Maya, his his vex Sundaresh uh, in his head. Uh, finally, concluded that, or so so we think. Even even vex Sundaresh was like, "I'll be with you forever." And he's like, well, whatever. You'll be with the squishy bits. And she's like, that's what you think. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna go into uh, two two things today. Um, we were looking through some of the lore entries, and uh, the third grimoire book uh, that came from uh, Bungie that you can you can get on the Bungie store uh, is entitled War Machines, and it's all about pretty much every, everything what we've been kind of covering here. Well, not specifically the Clovis stuff, uh, but a lot of the, the stuff that we're going to cover, like the uh, uh, Siva, uh, Rasputin, a um, lot, lot of the, the Braytech uh, grandchildren. And in it, we found a really cool letter. Uh, that is, we couldn't find it anywhere on Ishtar, Ishtar Collect- Collective, so we think it's a Grimoire exclusive. Um, and we found these before in some of the other series we had done. Like there's a there's an entry between uh, Mara and, uh, or it was it was Mara's reaction to Ultron being killed, I believe. Yep. Um, in the Awoken one, which what's that's Grimoire book four myth or is that yes, two? That's four. That's four. Uh, so yeah, so that's, it's, it's cool that, that when you, if you do end up, uh, if you are crazy lore nerds, like the two of us, which we're assuming all of you are, cause you're listening to our podcast, which thank you, uh, check out those grimoire books. See if, see if you can get your hands on some of them. There's, there's a lot of really neat, uh, uh, art in them as well as, uh, some secret readings, uh, which we're going to start off with today. Um, and myth, you said this is a, uh, this is a letter that Clovis, Pinned to Anna and Wilhelmina. Yep. Uh, so this this is a letter that Clovis sent to uh, Anastasia and Wilhelmina, uh, presumably immediately or or shortly before his fatal upload. Because it it doesn't have a timestamp or anything on it, right? No, nothing like that. And I don't necessarily want to call it a confession, or it, it, it's it's just. Clovis kind of making a, a request, but also putting his his spin on his own history, as he as he does yeah. always. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is it? There's there's a there's a. It's funny that you mentioned that his spin on on his own history because there's a um, there's a line, and I I love this line. I use it a lot um, from the play Wicked. Uh, in one of the songs that the the professor says to Elphaba, and he says, "We we believe all sorts of lies. We call them history." And he goes into like uh, a man's a uh, a traitor, or he's a liberator. A rich man's a thief or a philanthropist, and it's all it's all dependent on which label is able to persist uh, throughout history. And so that's I I like I like that you mentioned that here that that. Clovis's history is his 
<laughs> kind of his own, whatever he feels like it being. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, certainly uh, not for his own lack of trying to brand himself as he wants to be seen. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to start off tonight with this particular letter because chronologically it's around the same time as the end of our last episode, a, a tad bit before. Uh, and then we're going to go into um, some uh, lore readings that come from uh, the lore book called Legacy's Lament, uh, which is also tied to everything that happened on Europa after Clovis's fatal upload. And, and we're going to get to meet a really cool character, aren't we? Yeah, yes, we are. Yeah, yeah let's go. <laughs> but so to start off, this uh, letter is titled The Legacy of Genius, The Blueprint and the Architect. It's like Clovis to have a, you know, 10 word title to his own letter to a family member but i was gonna say is this like the, the title of his book that was like <laughs> the theories of blah 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 it might as well be but God uh so this this is a long letter um so stick stick with me for a minute but the letter goes like this dearest anastasia and wilhelmina i have faced a great many challenges in my life suffered losses that I was certain I would never recover from, and bore witness to unspeakable horrors. Yet nothing scares me to my very core, as much as dying does. I know you expect answers from me before that happens, and nothing I say will, will provide the closure you need, but I can tell you why circumstances are what they are. Your mother hates me, that much you know. What happened to your father was tragic and, from your mother's perspective, preventable. You must understand the truth. I did everything I could, perhaps more than I should. He was my son, after all. Nothing changes that. But sickness does not discriminate. It comes for us all in time. Do not be confused. Death is an illness, and I know I can cure it. There is a persistent theory that nature's law is the only true law, and to challenge it results in abominations. I reject this principle. I argue that our very existence, our free will, and our independent thought spits in the face of that theory. We are already abominations to nature's plan. That is clear. Yet I am ostracized and labeled an extremist by the scientific community, and worse, by my own family. Everything I have done has been in our family's name, to preserve our legacy and preserve over whatever may come. My distance and isolation are necessary to ensure that I am successful in my efforts. Failure is not an option. Either you see this now and understand me clearly, or you never will. I also impugn that natural law, natural law only accounts for what we know of the universe. 
Power exists out there beyond our natural realm. Sentient beings control the scales of fate. They think they also have the means to control us, but forget that gods are self-made. The braze will be in the pantheon of those gods. The universe will bend to our will. There is no reason for our light to fade into nothingness. We can endure. We can become timeless. I have no regrets regarding my behavior or actions. You should know by now that I am steadfast in my beliefs. Nothing will prevent me from doing what is right. Look at where it has led Elizabeth and the benefits she has received. I have saved her. It is now my duty to save many more. When I am successful in my current endeavor, all the pain, all the fighting, and all of the hate will be forgotten. It was simply a means to an end. Then we will be beyond it. We will become more, rewriting nature's law to suit our needs. You are braze. You have no choice. We have no choice in this matter. Do not allow our legacy to fail. You have had many strokes of brilliance in your life, independent thoughts that sparked new ideas to push the world forward. These monumental innovations represent tremendous leaps for mankind. You have made the world cleaner, stronger, and better prepared for unpredictable event eventualities. And none of that matters. Someone will surpass you. The world will forget you. Surprised? No matter how many buildings bear your name or advancements you introduce, your time will end. You will become nothing, be nothing, and no one will know or care that you existed. The elder gods of the universe will pay you no mind. They have games to play that are more important than you. Imagine! The name Bray has never been uttered by the pantheon of architects. You are an unknown. Over time, worlds will be born, species will bloom and burst and pollinate foreign fields with their influence, and you will be dysphoric because your briefness was interrupted. They will not mourn for you. You will go quickly like a stone sinking in water, your ripple small and ineffective. Does it not vex you? It should. Perhaps it doesn't have to. You're not like anyone else. Is your legacy not worth preserving? What will you do to ensure that you're not swept away in the dust bowl of time? Beyond thought and sentience lies another plane, the walking dream. Your mind in its current form could not comprehend it. Not every answer you seek is buried in your own mind like a lost artifact waiting to be unearthed. You simply do not have it all. Should someone come along with an offering to give you the inkling you need to set you in the right direction and put you down the right path, you should take it. Take it for all it's worth. This is not 
merely a suggestion. Something has been left for you. It's waiting, calling. Do you hear it? You will. You have questions, and there are answers. There are gateways to that which you seek. It will provide the blueprint. Just listen to it. The people you think you've failed, the loved ones you think you've lost, you don't really have to care about them. Everything you've done, you've done for us. Everything you've ever wanted, you'll get on Europa. Everything you need is there for you. Take it, and don't let anyone else stand in your way. Your fears will be assuaged, your legacy secured, your mind immortalized. Join the architects. They will speak of the name Bray then, and it will echo through all of time and space. The way is clear. The first step is yours to take. Or you can simply beat your head against the wall until nothing remains but a bloody stump. At least then you would have left a stain behind. And that's the end of that letter. Jesus. Yeah, that's Clovis. That's he's very he's very much uh about that legacy. Like he wants it, it, it his whole purpose for creating the exos, I think in the beginning was to have a physical form that would continue on so he could continue making ideas. But I think over time, uh especially after being introduced to clarity, like I mean, if he was nuts before, like he's batshit crazy afterwards. Um it's it's his motives I feel like changed and now it became this idea of like not just not just like I want a body I want a physical body to be able to live longer I I want to literally be immortal and the idea of that that uploading your mind to the to the <laughs> for lack of a better term the cloud uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like that essentially you are immortal as long as the as and it's odd to think of that too. Like you're immortal. So long as the hard drives hold out, like, I mean, you right, and I both yeah. work in, in technology. We know those things go bad eventually. I mean, uh, server stacks fail. Like it, you're only as, as immortal as the physical properties of the things that are keeping you immortal. Um, so yeah, it's that, that idea of immortality is, is it's, it's a, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a weird concept to me. Um, just because every, everything, everything in existence has an, has an end point. I mean, even I, I think of, I think of, uh, of, uh, uh, World War II, uh, um, historians that have gone around, uh, Europe and, and have, have dug up things and, and yeah, there's some of the metals there, but for the most part, that stuff's gone. Like, and, and I mean, these were tanks, these were buildings, these were, you know, bombs, these were planes and all that stuff just has faded away, has rusted away to nothing. And it's, it's the, I, I, it's almost like the, the only true immortal, immortal thing is the spoken word, like the stories that are passed on from, from generation to generation. And even those, you know, it's, it's like a game of telephone. Every time it's retold, there's a little tweak here, a little tweak there, maybe a little embellishment here, maybe a, a little bit it's left out there. And 
So even those stories get changed over time, and that's that's how we end up with with stories of gods of of Odin and Thor and and these these great beings that were you know so powerful that they could destroy armies by themselves. Uh, so yeah, it it this whole letter to me is that is that idea of that legacy, that idea of like how will I be remembered, and then slowly morphs into that idea of. Not how will I be remembered, but how will I continue to be relevant? How will I how will I always be relevant for the rest of time, for the rest of existence? And of course, in Clovis's mind, that is the EXO program. That yep. the EXO program is the is the answer to the to the question of 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 immortality. And you know, even at the end, he, I, there's little bits there that I that I really like too, like the the. You know, he's he's like he's telling him your loved ones, your the things you care about, they don't even matter. Like it, none of that matters. The only thing matters is is you and and your ideas and and it's 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 he's trying to pull on any type of any type of string that he can to get them to Europa to again continue that Bray legacy to keep them going because um, the two that he's he's pinned to here they've they've done amazing things. In the history of destiny, they they've created the Engram, they've created Siva, they've created the War Miner, Sputin, um, and 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 helped all those things grow and flourish and, and evolve. Uh, which of course we're going to cover in our next series uh, after after this one. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. But then there's always the, like throughout the whole letter, there's always that little level of Clovis arrogance that Clovis like, haha, I am the greatest. I'm the I'm better than you. I I. You know, yeah, I I fucked with my kid, but who cares? It's my son. I wanted him to be better, stronger, faster. Like any any excuse to 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 justify his own actions. It's yeah, yeah. Ar- arrogance is <laughs> Clovis is a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep, not the shit. He is a shit. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so his. I don't again I don't know if that letter is meant to convince them or is yeah. meant to be a like confessional of some sort or I don't know but needless to say that presumably that's what he sends uh or at least writes and you know we don't have any evidence if he sent it or not um shortly before going through his final scan and being uploaded into an exo mind uh so that brings us to what happened after that. You know, anyone that's played Beyond Light uh, knows, or even the current season, uh, knows that there, Clovis ended up in a giant exo head uh, in the Deepstone Crypt, where he's been presumably since you know, this time since the golden age. And if I'm not mistaken, that area that he's in is called eternity. I believe it is. Yeah. Kind of, kind of fitting a little on the nose, but yeah. (laughs) Um, but there, there are some things that happened between us rediscovering and reactivating him and beyond light. And, uh, you know, him being there in, in the first place, uh, and this goes back to the portal to Volantis 2082. 
um, which we see again in the Beyond Light campaign. It's explained that that portal, um, which is the one from the Glassway Strike, uh, was deactivated until Aramis turned it back on uh, as a means to try and deal with the, the Guardians closing in on her. So the question is, how did it become deactivated in the first place? So we are going to go through the book called Legacy's Lament that deals quite a bit with that portal, quite a bit with Clovis, and quite a bit with a character that may come as a surprise to some. So without further ado, we're going to start reading through that book. Now, if, if you're looking up that book on Ishtar Collective, I'm not sure how it displays in-game, um, but the entries on Ishtar Collective are not in chronological order. Uh, and so we have resorted them so that they are in chronological order uh, for the readings. So if they don't quite match up with what you see, if you go and look, that that's why they're probably just out of order compared to what we're doing. Uh, these entries are all told from the perspective of a different um, EXO kind of team member or crew member um, that was working uh, in the Braytech facility on Europa. And we're kind of seeing their memories around particular events over the course of about a uh, you know, about a couple days, and then there's a time jump, so a month total, uh, about what has happened in this facility after Clovis has done his upload. So the first of them is called Recovered Memory from Knox 4. And it goes like this. May 19th, 5 a.m. Another day, another forage into 2082 Volantis. It's always the same. Every time we enter into the glassway where the portal resides, defensive protocols go into effect, portal gets activated, we take out Vex, then Dr. Bray leads our unit inside for further resource collection. I really hope they don't make me go first this time. Frontline usually gets picked off right away. Nox, you're taking the lead today she says. Of course. Understood, Dr. Bray. Portal's activating. Next step should be... Uh, Dr. Bray, we have a problem. Dr. Ruiz interrupts. Great, what's wrong now? Talk to me, Dr. Bray replies. Uh, Noe, too, noticed a critical error in our surveillance tech on the alien side of the portal. The sensors are offline can't tell what's coming through without them. Has that ever happened before? No, it hasn't. Dr. Bray takes a pause, and then, surprisingly, says, Shut it down. We'll need authorization. I'm authorizing it. His authorization. Clovis doesn't trust her to make the big calls. It drives her insane. Listen, Esteban, Clovis is currently on a respirator in a coma. He's likely going to be dead within the next 24 hours, so with all due respect, I'm making the calls now. And then we hear terrible mechanical noises 
coming from the portal. What was that? Everyone's looking around. Something's coming out. And then explosions everywhere. Minotaur, fire all cannons, Dr. Bray yells. She's got this under control. The Minotaur's coming through. We're firing. Nothing's working. Maybe she doesn't have this. Rockets! Another Exo screams. Dr. Bray's trying. We're all trying. This thing is something fierce, and it's not alone. We've got goblins! Someone exclaims. They keep pouring through nonstop, and I'm firing and firing. This isn't normal. This is far too many. Incoming! Dr. Ruiz screams. What the hell is that? It's like a Vex Hydra, but way bigger, and with a wraparound shield, and it's destroying everything. Shards of other Exos are raining down on us. They just keep coming. No end in sight, and I'm firing and firing every last bullet, but it's not enough. Ruez, shut it down now! Bray yells. He isn't shutting anything down, because he's just a mangled corpse now. And Bray sees it the same time I do. Evacuate immediately! Go! 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 She shouts as she and a few others run, barely escaping. And I try. I run as far as I can, but it's no use. They're on me now, ripping out my arms, pinning me to the floor. Looks like this is it for me. Maybe I'll be brought back as Nox 5, but if not, well... I close my eyes. I see a woman smiling at me. She's cooking pierogies. Must be mom. Can't wait to try them. It's good to be home again. That's the end of that one. Well, holy shit. Maybe shut down the portal when you're told, Ruiz. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I can't can't do that without proper authorization. Um, I, I guess the portal just stays open. This is this is this is your fault, Ruiz. So this is a full on. Uh, so uh, the Vex have become more than curious now. Yeah. Now they've like because that was the whole thing that 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 uh, and Clovis mentions it too every time that he goes in into his ex- explorations of it. Um, that the the Vex are no more than curious beings. Like they'll take a few shots every now and then and poke and prod, but nothing major. A few a hobgoblin here, a, you know, a goblin there. No, nothing crazy. But this is a full on. Like, okay, now this thing on the other side of the portal is a threat um, and must be neutralized. Um, or at least the Vex have, uh, that's, that's my interpretation of what the Vex has, has interpreted this, this portal as. Yeah, no, I, I think that's accurate. And I, I think what might be the trigger for them to turn hostile like this might be receiving a signal from Vex Sunderesh saying oh, yeah. Clovis is vulnerable go, go get him get him now yeah 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 cuz they it even mentions at the beginning of this one like he's on he's in a coma he's going to be dead soon like this is literally happening as his upload is happening yeah holy shit yeah yeah i i believe that 100% then so they went from normal day at the office to war zone in yeah. you know 30 seconds flat, and uh, now they are retreating with the portal still open and presumably more Vex pouring out of it every second. Do, do you think the goblins are there just looking for Bob? <laughs> uh, 
so we uh, we see this culminating in the end of Knox 4, uh, and we kind of see, by nature of it being a digital mind, we kind of see their their final moments there. Uh, it's interesting to know that that as an EXO, they have the thought of like, well, maybe I'll be back as Knox 5. Which is like they they know that they can be that they can be riff. brought yeah. in in a fashion at least. That's a, that's an odd thought, right? Like, oh, I died. That sucks. I mean, that's, that's guardians now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just crucible, man. That's, <laughs> oh, it sucks. I died. All right, I'm gonna go find that motherfucker and I'm gonna go kill him. <laughs> Although, for the case of Exos, presumably they have their memories reset. Oh yeah, so yeah. He comes back as Knox Five, but not necessarily the same. Yeah. But uh so needless to say, that was at five AM on May nineteenth of whatever year this is, because they don't tell us. So rude. We almost had it we almost had <laughs> a point in time that we could reference everything to. God dang it, Bungie. <laughs> uh so the next one is May 19th um, at uh, 8 a.m. So a few hours later after this. Something's happened. They won't tell us what just yet, but Elizabeth Bray is here now, looking very beaten up. Wake him up, she demands. Wake him up? He's practically dead. Are you okay, Dr. Bray? You don't look so good, I say. Una, wake him up right now. That tone, she's not playing around. Fine. He's beginning to wake. Thank you. Grandfather, can you hear me? She asks. Elizabeth, the man wheezes from his respirator. He can barely breathe, let alone speak. Why is she bothering him like this at the end of his life? Don't try to speak. Just listen. The glassway has been compromised. We were ambushed by the Vex. They just came through and killed them all. Grandfather, I managed to trigger the remaining defenses on my way out, but they won't hold. The portal is just sitting there, open. They're pouring through. I'm activating the evacuation protocol. Please, give me the codes to do so. My backup, Clovis chokes out. Activate it. But that means I die, yes. But my time is not yet. And I clean up the blood spilling out of his mouth as he talks. Everyone deserves a little dignity on their deathbed. There's no time, Grandfather. We have to evacuate or people die. The old man's eyes say that he knows. Legacy first, Elizabeth, is all he manages to say. 
She's a bleeding heart beneath it all. Doesn't matter how many times they reset us. Can't lose the essence of what we were at our core. Every Exo knows that. Dr. Brace stands, and she turns to leave. Fine. That can't be it, can it? She stops at the door. You'll regret this, whether you live or not. And that's the end of that lore card. Even on his deathbed, legacy first. Legacy above everything. That just... Jesus, man, like... He, he doesn't give a shit about anyone in that facility. He just... Legacy first. That's... Yeah. Yep. I do also like the... the um, that Knox mentions... Because uh, this is still being told from Knox, right? Uh, yes, that one was. Okay. Uh, presumably Knox 5, because Knox 4 got ripped shit. <laughs> <laughs> or, no, excuse Just me, that one was uh, was Una. Una, okay. Because yeah. um, I was like, damn, three hours to <laughs> upload and go? Like, Jesus, man, they got this process down. <laughs> I can't I can't even download an MP3 in 10 minutes. No. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, so, so Una mentions, you know, there's something at the core of every EXO that just, that stays always. Um, with Elizabeth, it's that uh, uh, um, compassion, right? I, I believe that's what uh, she said stuck through. Um, so yeah, it's it's it, it, Clovis being Clovis, legacy first, and damn mm-hmm. everything else. Walt yep. b- buildings burning around him, and he, legacy first. Yeah, yeah. His probably final words. Probably. Legacy first. Yeah. Final, final squishy bit words. <laughs> yes, this is true. This is true. Yeah. His final human words. Uh, so now we have a little bit of a time jump. Um, so that was May 15th, I believe. Uh, and now we're jumping to June 3rd is our next entry. Uh, and Clovis's backup, quote unquote, has been instituted at this point. Uh, which is the giant exo head that we all know and love. Uh, and, you know, they've been under siege for weeks now. Uh, and we are going to look at the next entry here from the viewpoint of when one. And this is June 3rd, 1043 a.m. And it goes like this. The walls are shaking again, like thunder. I wonder how deep they've gotten now. Good thing we're so far in. This room was meant to hold. Too thick to breach, supposedly. We'll see if it crumbles under the weight of the Vex. You're worried they'll get in here. It's almost like he can hear what I'm thinking. Then again, who knows what dirty tech he put in our heads. There's only two places on Europa I built to be impenetrable, and this room is one of them. Stop worrying and activate the new model, he says. He's breaking protocol again. Every exo and human in this room can see it. Dr. Bray explicitly stated we were to wait for her return. I am the only Dr. Bray you take orders from now. (laughs) 
We have to assume that Elizabeth is dead. The talking robot head is just as cold as the old man was. What else would you expect from the psycho who died and made himself into an all-seeing AI? Here's to hoping the unconscious exo in front of us is nothing like the real thing. Now activate him immediately, or I will promptly deactivate you. Okay, okay. I trigger the awakening protocol. The exo's lights light up. It's confused. I remember that feeling. Who am I? Where am I? Where did my skin go? At least we woke up with protocols in place. This guy's entering a war zone. Can't be pleasant. Who am I? Where am I? Am I... metal? The new guy asks. Called it. The AI takes the lead. The answers to those questions are rather complicated, and our usual methods of easing you into this reality are not currently at our disposal, so I will attempt simplicity in my responses. The AI goes into a quick explain of where we are, what exos are, how they work, why they're important. And once you've completed your training, there will be a shiny new toy waiting for you to commemorate your accomplishment. Why? Because you're special, unstoppable, a fighter and an, and an intellectual better than all the rest. Nothing in the whole universe will be able to stop you, the AI finishes. I see. That sounds good. And who, what, are you? The new guy asks. I'm glad you asked. I'm Clovis Bray, and you and I are... Why is he awake? A voice demands. Dr. Bray, she's alive. Came in through the tunnel. <laughs> this should be good. A couple exos trail behind her. Noe 2 and Maya 9. I thought you'd died, Elizabeth, says the AI. So I asked when one to wake him up. Dr. Bray flashes me an angry look. I ought to unplug the AI bastard. So you broke protocol, she says. I put the protocol in place, Elizabeth. I can break it. I only need someone I trust to initiate the signal. I can sense Dr. Bray's frustration. The Vex are everywhere. We should be evacuating Europa. There's a group of survivors pinned down in Bunker E-15. I need help rescuing them. That can wait. I've equipped Charon's Crossing with an advanced signaling technology connected to the Warmind in his bunkers. If we match that to the communication signal used by the Vex, we could theoretically lead them off-world and salvage what we've built here. But the Vex have cut off internal communication channels and cloud memory collection. You'll need to do it manually, Elizabeth, the AI says. That'll lead the Vex straight to Mars, Earth. You've said it yourself, the Vex desire only annihilation. You're talking about billions of lives lost. I will play no part in that, she says. My sweet, naive granddaughter. Humanity never stood a chance against the Vex, and those lives are expendable. 
Besides, each one lost is an exo gained, another soldier to fight against the Vex. The future is exo. It's Bray. Our legacy, that's all that matters, the AI replies. The new guy's listening. He may be a bit of a blank slate, but he's not digging any of this. Dr. Bray's jaw is clenched, something fierce. Looks like she's going to attack, and I don't blame her. Perhaps our legacy should be burnt to the ground, she says. Elizabeth, are you planning to activate the Morning Star? Once I get everyone off-world, I'll do whatever I have to. We won't lose any more lives over this. Hell yeah, lady. Everybody, listen up. Exos and able-bodied humans, I need you. Grab any weapons you can and let's go, she says. We're all in. Weapons in hand, we start piling into the tunnel. Even the new guy. But Dr. Bray is not about him. Hold on there. You haven't gone through any initiation protocols. You're not ready, she says. If there are lives to be saved... If there are lives to be saved, that's where I need to be, the new guy replies. He's oddly determined. Where you need to be, the AI interjects, is with your family. Me. Every instinct I have is telling me to reject you, the Exo retorts. Nice new guy. I bet if Dr. Bray could smile, she'd be doing it right now. She grabs a gun out of a cache and tosses it to the new guy. Perhaps you're ready after all, she says. The new guy stands steady, handles the weapon well. He's definitely ready for this, protocols be damned. Elizabeth, the AI says. He wants the last word, as usual. I will protect our legacy. That makes two of us, she says, and closes the tunnel door behind us. Badass. And that's the end of that one. Bear legacy, bear legacy, bear <laughs> legacy. Did this guy, can this, seriously, like, fucking Clovis, like, you shithead. <laughs> like, you giant mechanical shithead, like, literally and figuratively, like, come on. This is this is ridiculous. Okay, so who's who the hell's the new guy? I don't know. It seems to be some kind of uh maybe not experimental but enhanced frame, you know, combat yeah. specific. Uh but he's got the right idea. Highly Fuck intellectual that giant talking AI. Right, like <laughs> don't like anything that giant floating head is saying. Nope. Um and to you know just to to make sure that it's clear for everybody. So uh, Elsie was gone, presumably for a significant amount of time, off on a mission elsewhere in Europa, uh, trying to save people, I assume. Possibly to Bunker 15. I love that they Quite mentioned possibly. The, the Lost Sector in there. That yeah, was so that cool. cool. Um, so she was off there. Uh, Clovis, in his shiny giant head, decided she's probably dead. I'm the boss now. Uh, fire up this experimental exo. And so they did, because, you know, they didn't have much of a choice at the time. So they fire up this exo. He gets the, the rundown 
the, the very quick history, I assume, on what the XO are and why they're important he, and all that. He's He's got our podcast in five <laughs> minutes or less. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he he gets the you know the upload about the bare minimum about why he should care about himself and the exos, and then Elsie comes back, and for those that didn't quite follow, uh, Clovis was saying like, "Are you going to activate Morningstar?" And Elsie tells him, "I'll do whatever I have to do." Um, for anyone that doesn't know this already. The Morning Star is the space station that you go up to in the Deepstone Crypt Raid. The Morning Star is equipped with nuclear reactors with the sole purpose of crashing into Europa and destroying the planet. Yep. As like Moon. a emergency leave nothing standing kind of security measure. And so Elsie's yep. saying like I'm going to protect our legacy by getting rid of all this awful shit that we have done by activating Morningstar and blowing you and this whole rock away, Vex included. Yeah. I mean, that's... I, now, Vex portals are fucky, though. Like, does blowing up the physical portion of it keep... The, does that shut it down, or does that... I mean, if they've been like turning the, it on and off prior to this, I, I assume it's got, it's got, it would, right? yeah, like if it loses power, it would shut down. I would hope so. I would hope that like once it's open, it's not like a tear in reality where it's just like, oh, that's there now. Got to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, whole, the whole rock and everything it explodes, everything goes into the portal, but the portal is still sitting there just spitting out Vex one at a time. <laughs> just like, into space. Well, yeah, just <laughs> out into fucking nothing. Like, shit, that didn't work at all. So the other thing worth pointing out here is the, the Clovis AI uh, specifically tells the new guy, quote unquote, um, that there is a shiny toy for him that only he can use because he's this special frame because he's been built uh, to be this, you know, combat centric type of frame. Um, so just keep, keep that in mind because that, that does come up later on. So uh, our next entry is from the perspective of Wesley three. And this is on June 3rd at two twelve PM. So roughly, uh, three and a half hours or so after the last entry. Uh, and this one goes like this. Haven't been here in a while. Had me working on that satellite dish last time. Where are we? The new XO asks. He always has so many questions. Fine, I'll bite. Charon's Crossing. Many comm stations for Eventide to connect with the rest of the soul system, I say. This is the place that AI mentioned. I thought we weren't coming here. Dr. Bray steps in. We're just making sure Clovis can't get what he wants. I'm sending a distress call, and then we're jamming all external comm links. We'll meet back up with the others when we're done here. The new Exo's still a bit confused. He's got a million questions when it comes to the Braze, we all do. 
Wesley, did you forget why I brought you? Dr. Bray interjects. I didn't forget, just distracted. I was waiting for you to send the signal, Dr. Bray, I reply. Drop the formalities, Wes. Just prep the jammer, please. Okay, okay, getting to it. New Exos standing guard at the door. Dr. Bray brought him as extra muscle, she claims. I think she just doesn't want him out of her sight. So the AI called you granddaughter, the new Exo says. He's not holding back anymore. Wonder if she'll tell him. That he did, she says. And he called me family. So you and I are related? Something like that. You don't want to tell me? We shouldn't discuss an identity upload without proper protocol, because it could cause unwanted side effects. I may have been activated today, but I'm not stupid. What aren't you telling me? We all know the truth, just tell the poor guy. Dr. Bray sighs. Unlike Clovis, I have no intention of guiding your fate. If it were up to me, you wouldn't exist in the first place. That was harsh. New Exo looks hurt. I just want to understand why I'm here. Dr. Bray lets up a bit. Look, I'm sorry, but you should realize how lucky you are. You have a second chance here. Trust me when I tell you you are far better off not knowing. So you're deciding for me too, like Clovis. That got her. I am not Clovis. My attention switches back to the task in front of me. Something's wrong with these systems. Sorry to cut this exciting chat short, but our whole comm system is being overridden, I say. Clovis, Dr. Bray is furious. That damned liar. Our internal comm systems aren't down at all. He's going to get billions of people killed. Screw this. We have to get everyone on that evac ship immediately. And then I will deal with the Vex and Clovis. I'll end all of this for good. Wow. She's actually going to do it. She's going to blow up the whole damn moon. This family is insane. I have to get out of here. And I never want to see another Bray again. And that's the end of that one. I don't blame you, man. Old Brays are crazy. They're crazy, I tell you. She blew up a moon. Or she wants to blow up a moon. <laughs> Hasn't done it yet, but <laughs> she wants to. Yeah. Uh, of course, Clovis has... God damn this man. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't give a shit. It's, nope. it's all about him. All about legacy. All about everything. Yep. He's like, protect our planet. We'll divert them to other planets. Yeah. So that we stay yeah. safe. And... It's, you know, whatever the cost, it's worth it because we're protecting yeah. us and we're the most important. I do love that the new guy is, is trying to put stuff together. Yeah. Hey, I called you Daughter, and he called me family. So what does that make us? 
it's, 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 I'm like, I'm curious too. Like, what does that make us? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, honestly, to see like he he's also not taking her shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, so you're gonna decide for me now, just like he was going to. Got like, got him. <laughs> I love that. I I may have just woken up today, but I'm not stupid. Like, I'm not stupid, lady. Yeah, <laughs> no. And then like I, but I do love. Oh man, I love this line though, where she like she like lets up a bit and she's like, "I'm sorry, but you should realize how lucky you are. You have a second chance here." So it's like, there's obviously like when an exo wakes up, there's a set of protocols that that goes into place. Part of those protocols is essentially telling them who they were in life. Well, so like who Clovis is, who Clovis thinks they should know they were in their previous that, life. Yeah. Right. Like that's like, and that's what I was getting at. Like how much did they leave out of that? Like how much, how much of an, how much is uh, like Wesley one, how much of Wesley one is actually Wesley? Right. Like, well, I mean, he admitted to tampering with Elsie's what, what memories right. Elsie got, but when Does she was she first even, resurrected. Right. And, and, it's Elsie is the only exo that doesn't have a number. Yes, technically. I've tried to figure that out. Like we I'd... we will get some answers to that um as we Yay. as we go through actually these lore cards uh or uh, kind of, but we already know technically she's Elsie 2. Right. Clovis killed Elsie 1. Yeah. Uh but he doesn't want to name her Elsie too, because then she's going to wonder like what happened the first that, time that, that exact thought was like, was going through my head was like, okay, so when an exo wakes up, they know that they're named another, uh, another number. So they've got to know like, well, what was number two? What was number one? What was number like, God, Resi, like the more and more I think about this, Resi as an exo is, is, traumatizing no wonder why they had so many problems getting it to work yeah and even 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 getting it to work was kind of like this like kit bashed bullshit (laughs) (laughs) with help from darkness like that's what what the hell so uh that one was at 2 12 p.m on june 3rd the next one which is the memories of reba 3 is june 3rd at 5 5.01 p.m., so uh, roughly three hours after the last one. Uh, and so this one goes like this. Elsie, or Dr. Bray, just arrived with some bad news. The Clovis AI is sending the Vex off-world. She's got a plan to stop it, but won't pull the trigger till we're all, till we're all safe. I admire her. We had some bad news of our own to give in return. We tried to evacuate everyone in Bunker E-15, but it was too late. Vex had killed everyone in there. It was horrific. Dr. Bray says she's forming a plan to reach the evac ships, but she's been sitting in silence for the last five minutes. I think she feels guilty for not getting back to the bunker in time, or... Maybe she's thinking about how this whole Vex takeover is partly her fault in the first place. Facilitating the forages to Volantis, killing countless Vex herself. If only she knew the truth, what Clovis did to her. 
I've been dying to tell her, but I haven't, because, well, I didn't want to end up like her. But I can barely stand it. We were friends, good friends. Now she only knows me as Reba Three. Oh, here she goes. Listen up, everyone. The Vex have to be in the tunnels by now, so we're going by foot in the snow to get to the ship. Our destination is 55 degrees north, 44 degrees west. In case you get lost, I want every XO to turn in their infrasensors on and ensure their weapons are loaded and ready. We will get all of you off-world, I promise. Dr. Bray has always been eagerly empathetic, but she's never been in a place to act it until now. She takes the lead position, with that new exo at her side. And we're off. It's dark and windy. The infrasensors help us see Vex every few meters through this snowstorm. We get the drop each time, but for how long? There's gunfire. I've spoken too soon. I've got two on my left. More gunfire. I've got them. More shouts. More shots. They've got me. Reba's down! More gunfire hailing. The new Exo steps in front of me. Thank you for the cover, but you're about ten seconds too late, and I can't move anymore. Dr. Bray kneels next to me. Reba, I'm sorry. It's what we signed up for, isn't it? I say. Not really, though. We signed up to live forever. I'm just trying to be supportive of others as I lay dying. This damn empathy protocol. It's what made Elsie and I such good friends. I'll recover your memory bank from the archives, I promise, she says. I doubt it. But if she does manage to get back into the lab... Elsie. Bank E1815. It's in his office. That's the best I can do for her. Because it... Fade... Fading... Fading. And that's the end of that one. That's so sad. I wasn't ready for that ending. We now know that Exos really can die. Until they get resed again, or rebuilt. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. So, and that's the other thing, too, and that, that Reba mentions here. Like, Reba knows that this is LC2. So, yes. presumably, there are others that know that this is LC2. And everyone just has to keep quiet about it. That's, being rezzed, like, and, and rebooted is fucky, like, yeah. how much stuff are you supposed to, like, keep from, the, it's, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's like going to work and, like, you know, two of your coworkers have slept together and everybody knows it, but nobody's allowed to talk about it, but <laughs> everyone knows it. It's such a weird, weird experience as an EXO. Uh, so the... The 
memory for uh, Reba was at 5 p.m. The next one, which is Hector, Hector 6, is at 9.30 p.m. the same day, so four and a half hours later. And this one goes like this. Can't believe we're back in eventide. The place is in ruins. Sad to say, sad to see it this way, but I need to get off Europa. Rumor is Dr. Bray is going to blow up the whole place. Evac ships in sight at 11 o'clock. Thanks for the call out, nameless XO. Everyone hold, Dr. Bray says and points out the Vex around the Evac ship. We're going to have to do this carefully, she says. Everyone. Elizabeth, a familiar voice says. Oh no, it's the AI. He's overridden all of our comms. We can all hear him. Do not step foot on that ship. Piss off, Grandfather, she snaps. And you, my new friend, what will you do? The AI asks. He's talking to the nameless one now. What the hell is he planning? Dr. Bray looks to the nameless XO. She shakes her head, signaling him not to say anything. But he looks mad. Seemed mad at her since they got here. Tell me who I am, and I'll stay behind, the Exo says. Really? Family drama? Dr. Bray is furious. We don't have time for this. My friend, I'm surprised you haven't figured it out by now, the AI responds. I'm Clovis Bray, like you, the Exo says. That's right, Clovis One, the AI says, sounding almost giddy. But I can't remember anything about my life. By design, you were stripped down to your most basic emotional form, like all Exos. But help me keep your friends from leaving, and I will tell you everything about your life. And there's a pause at that. Dr. Bray shakes her head at Clovis One. Please, she starts. We don't need another Clovis. I've seen her speak sincerely before, but this goes way beyond that. This feels more like begging. Clovis One and Dr. Bray share a look. And then... Piss off, old man, Clovis One says into his comms. And Dr. Bray is utterly thrilled. We all are. So you still refuse to acknowledge your god. So be it, the AI says. What the hell does that mean? Explosion. Systems offline. And that's the end of that one. Let's go, Clovis One! Let's go! God.
damn piss off old man let's go <laughs> ah man that's whoo i was excited yeah. i'm really excited for that one um so yeah so they're at the ship like they're ready to go and he i mean it was it was kind of obvious the entire time yeah, i mean it's, it wasn't that hard, hard to put together <laughs> <laughs> right uh so yeah so now this this is this this is actually interesting because this kind of brings up like um a couple points uh the first one that i think of is uh the idea of being stripped down to like the most basic emotional form uh so that uh, i mean that really they are literally stripping like all memories of so anything that an exo remembers of the previous life is all just been told to him and they're just basically supposed to accept it i'm assuming seems like it and then the idea of clovis 1 and clovis ai yeah what's the difference between the two so i think my my guess is that clovis ai is is what what it says artificial intelligence i i think the ai is a copy of the original clovis that was made from his brain scan not like, necessarily like a, like a true copy like not right. a stripped down copy right a true copy the the man with all the memories and consciousness intact but and maybe this is why he's in a large exo head and not a normal exo because right. like that that version of him isn't compatible with a normal exo body because and that of was DR my, and everything. Well, it, so that that was always my question of like why is this Clovis AI in this giant head? And then my other thought was like, well, maybe he truly wanted to preserve himself and not be infected by darkness or anything like that like to be a true clovis you know what i mean like nothing nothing to to taint the legacy that is clovis bray type thing you know what i mean like right yeah that's that's what i feel like is this giant talking head ai is is i don't want to say a truer version of clovis but i Maybe I, I kind of think it is like a true a truer version of Clovis the man. Yeah. Whereas like Clovis won the EXO is just as what it says is the base emotional form, which is again weird to me because it's like what actually is an EXO? Is an EXO a person? Is an EXO a human being? Is it like if all it is is just base firing impulses type thing like? Is becoming an exo actual immortality, or is it just? I mean, there's a copy. There's a lot know, like, of philosophical baggage there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this is this um, is crazy. I mean, I guess if I were to try and equate it to something, I would equate it to you know. I I don't think I don't think it's it when they say base emotional, you know, the the base emotional package. I don't think they mean that they're completely uh empty and that they inform them of things. I think it's the the personality, the core of who they are as far as their um I don't I don't even want to say desires, but their traits, you know, like is, is it like is it like guardian rising? 
I, I like, kind of think that, in a way there's like a basic thing there that, yeah, that the like, ghost sees and is like, I want this as a as a guardian. And so like in the exo form, it's like, well, this is the basic thing that makes up this person. All of their life experiences and stuff be damned type thing, but the the person is this base form. Yeah, I, I think comparing it to Guardian Resurrection is probably pretty close. I mean, look at, at Crow and Aldrin. They have a lot of the same habits and the same features, yeah. like the same character traits, but things that happened to Aldrin in his life kind of had him go down a path that Crow is not or it yeah. doesn't intend to. Um which same like, kind of and, thing. And it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned that too, because this Clovis, you know, piss off old man. He's not going down this same path that 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 original that Clovis Zero would go would, would right. have gone down. Like he's he's about like, let's save these people, let's evacuate, let's get the hell off this rock and blow it to smithereens. Whereas like the Clovis Zero is like, no, 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 do not set foot on the ship and presumably kills all of them or, or attempts to or something. Yeah, it causes an explosion of some sort. Um, and like even even when uh, he was first, you know, that first entry where, where Clovis One was woken up, they, you know, the person we were viewing the situation through the eyes of was saying like, new guy's not liking what he's hearing from yeah the clove say so even from the get-go he was kind of not okay with it um and i i guess another form of another example that is something that I, we could attribute to things that happen today although very rarely i think uh someone that has uh amnesia for whatever reason that right. you like, know like coming out of a coma or something like that right like they don't you know they they can have different decisions than they would have previously, but in a lot of cases, uh, you know the the personality traits are the same. You know, if if someone was very diligent and was very like everything needs to be in its place and everything needs to be clean, like those kinds of i those kinds of things still come through most of the time. It's it's always intrigued me with stuff like that because I've always wondered like how do if they have amnesia how do they remember how to talk how do they remember what language is how do they remember like what grammar structure is like yeah I mean those are things that we as humans take years to develop like but then they become subconscious like at, yeah. at the subconscious you know we just don't have to think about it uh, outside of like a second language maybe right. And then, like, if somebody goes through amnesia and they wake up, could they could they speak a different language all of a sudden? Like, that's it, it's it's so it's so fascinating to me. It's so intriguing and and weird and and unknown. And yeah, now we have these exos that are doing the same <laughs> thing. And I'm like, well, study it, study this fake thing that doesn't <laughs> exist, please. Yeah. So, but all that aside, uh, Clovis One is not vibing. With Clovis AI, much to everybody's relief. Uh, good, good for you, Clovis. Right, good for you. But unfortunately, that has caused a retaliation. And the Clovis AI has now caused an explosion of some sort um, and presumably killed at least Hector in this case uh, and maybe others. So the next entry 
that we are going to read um, is from the point of view of Maya 9. And it is 10 minutes later, 9.45 instead of 9.34. Um, so about 10 minutes after this explosion, uh, we see things from Maya 9's point of view. And that one goes like this. The ringing. It's starting to even out. I get back to my feet. Our evac ship is gone. The AI destroyed it. Nearly killed us in the process. In fact, I think he got some of us. He, he did. Oh, God, Hector. And he's not the only one. What, what did he do? Clovis One asks. We're all wondering the same thing, all experiencing the same shock. He helps Dr. Bray to her feet. She's pretty beaten up as well. Grandfather, you monster, is the only thing she can bring herself to say. He's on our comms again. A necessary evil granddaughter. Now, as I said before, the Vex will follow the signal off-world. And when they're all gone, we can close the portal and resume production. If you want to survive in the meantime, I would suggest coming back to exoscience. To me. I don't think any of us are eager to do that. Especially not Dr. Bray. She's leaning on Clovis One for support. I've never seen her so defeated. He won? She utters. Don't. Don't say that. Not yet, Clovis One replies. He's got some fire in him still. There's nothing more we can do. The AI has outplayed us. We can shut off that portal. And how do you think we're going to do that? Look at us. We're barely standing. When Clovis woke me, he told me I was special, said he had a powerful weapon for me, called me unstoppable. But I need my training first. And she stares at him like he's crazy, not yet convinced. This is our fault, Elsie. Regardless of what we look like now, we're braze. Without us, these people would all still be alive. We owe it to them to fight to our last breath. Guy's got a point. Dr. Bray nods. Hell, I'm nodding. Everyone still alive is in. Let's do this. And that's the end of that one. Let's go! You know, me in a battle, man, I'm... This is getting me pumped, man. This is, I don't know. This, this is like the, this is like the subconscious military in me that's like, battle time. Let's go get pumped. Let's <laughs> rock and roll. Like, yes, let's go. Let's shut this portal off. Man, this, whoo, I like Clovis One. <laughs> <laughs> I like Clovis One. And it's, it's interesting because you can, you can see a hint of kind of a, a purer form of uh clovis bray's like need for uh family connection 
you know, yeah. need for family responsibility, but in, yeah. in a different way, he's like, we did this, we fix it. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. you know, we're the best, we survive. Yeah. None of this legacy crap, this like, God, let's go. Let's, let's go shut off a portal, man. There's 60 billion Vex pouring through. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped, man. So the next one that we're going to read uh, is from the point of view of a team member named Anjoli7. Uh, and this is the following morning at 1 a.m. So three-ish hours, three hours and some change uh, since the the last one. Um, and this one goes like this. So the AI doesn't care if we live or die. Okay, then. Let's take matters into our own hands. It's hard to stay quiet with all of us packed into Clovis's office. Didn't get here without a fight, though. Even the secret tunnel we snuck through was rampant with Vex. Lost more of us on the way. They're everywhere here, too, but fortunately, the walls and windows of Clovis's office are reinforced to handle this kind of thing. Spare no expense, he always said. Thought it only ever seemed to apply to himself. Clovis One's been strapped in, running through the exo-training protocol. His stats are beyond what we have ever seen, breaking records left and right, nearly breaking the programs themselves. Then again, of course he is. Clovis built him that way. The guy wanted to be the best, dead or alive. If I were Vex, I'd be turning tail and running for my life, Clovis One says, rising from the training module. Let's put you to the test, then, Dr. Bray says, and points to a locked weapon cabinet. Inside are two weapons. One is a glimmering pulse rifle, the other a brilliant sword with a blade like a chainsaw. Thing looks like it could cut through titanium. We tried to bypass the cabinet's security while Clovis One was training, but no luck. The weapons cabinet scans Clovis One as he approaches. Welcome back, Clovis. It says as it unlocks. He takes the sword in hand and smiles. I think you should take that one, Clovis One tells Dr. Bray. Should I now? How else are we going to look awesome taking the Vex down together? She nods, grabs the rifle and slings it over her shoulder. Looks pretty badass. Dr. Bray grabs something else from the cabinet and pockets it. Looks like a memory bank. Why does she need that? How does it feel? Dr. Bray asks. Like it was made for me, Clovis One says, admiring the craftsmanship of the sword. In fact, it was, a voice booms over the PA system. The AI again, always watching, always listening. You know how strong you are now. This is likely suicide. The Vex truly have disrupted the cloud memory collection system, so your memory banks are no longer transmitting data moment to moment. Anyone who dies out there will be rebuilt here from their previous imprint. Then we take the imprints now and live with it. Some will stay here to keep bringing the rest of us back, Dr. Bray says. She makes a good point. 
Rapid memory degradation aside, the Vex are many and they are cunning. It won't be long before they catch on and come after you here. If you're to do this, you'd best fight with everything you've got. Something lights up outside the office and down the hall. I have unlocked the armory. Foolish as you may be, I'd be the bigger fool not to support you in trying. That doesn't forgive what you've done. People died. People we can't bring back, Dr. Bray says. She doesn't back down. I seek no forgiveness, Elizabeth. Only a promise. Always an angle with this guy. Do not destroy the portal. Who said anything about destroying it? The AI says, You, the first time you tried. First time? The memory bank you just slipped into your pocket belonged to Elizabeth I. Dr. Bray shakes her head. Why? Because I wanted you on my side. Clovis one is mad. It's too late for that. Dr. Bray puts a hand on his shoulder, calms him down. We won't destroy it, Clovis, she says, winking at Clovis one. Well then, stock up, everyone. You have quite the fight ahead of you. And that's the end of that one. Let's let's go. God, I'm getting pumped. I'm man, Jesus. Um, so the two weapons there. Uh, one's got to be uh, no time to explain. I think uh, so. Yeah. And the others, the others got to be uh, lament. Yep, the sword. Yep, absolutely. Like, I mean, there's only one sword in Destiny with a fucking with chainsaw, chainsaw yeah. on it. Like, <laughs> come on, like, come on. Uh. Yeah, so I mean this this is this is a really cool moment I think. Like this is I think this is is Clovis 1 the Exo finally connecting with Elsie and again like he straight up tells her that memory bank that you just slipped in your pocket that belonged to Elizabeth 1. So the the AI is now told Elizabeth you have been reset at least once. Yeah. So it it's yeah. And from from Clovis the AI's point of view, this has reached the point where it's clear he can't do anything to stop them. So he's either going to sit and watch all his work be murdered by the Vex and the problem won't be fixed, or he's going to reluctantly help them so long as they don't destroy the portal. Uh, wink, which wink. yeah, which Elsie's like, <laughs> "Sure, I won't do that." <laughs> I won't do that at all, grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. God, I Clovis one has got me pumped, man. I am like he it, it the whole scene like like of them sitting in like uh, I can just so I I know there I know where this office is. It's it's literally in Exoscience. You can go yep. visit it in game. Uh it's uh God I'm trying it's it's like on the way to eternity. It's this little enclosed space and all I'm thinking of is like there's like, you know, Ten guys in this room. One guy sitting in a pod, looking like Neo from the Matrix, just like <laughs> I know kung fu. And then like Elsie leans in and show me. <laughs> and then they're in a training simulator. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the whole vibe I've got from this. And then like, but like the whole time, there's like three thousand Vex outside the windows, and they're just like 
pew, pew, pew. But that does make sense now why you can sit inside that office and nothing can shoot through the glass and kill you. Like, I, I, yeah. I now fully understand that room because of this. But, like, yep. yeah, this is this is awesome, man. This is, like, open the armory. Let's go. Either Either kill everything or die trying. So... Uh, the other important thing to take away from this is that, uh, as Clovis has said, the, and this is interesting, the cloud backup system, essentially, for the Exos is down, is not operational, which means previously they were like their brains were autosaving every second. Yeah. And yeah. uploading that the newest version of themselves up to this cloud, this this storage bank. And now that's not happening. So if they die, if they're brought back, if a new exobody is is, you know, created, um, and they become, you know, uh Anjoli 8 or uh you know, I forget the other names off the top of my head, but if if they become another one, they're only gonna have what whoever they were when they entered this room as their last backup it's it's see this is the problem with cloud gaming when you hit a save <laughs> point and then like like your internet connection drops out well, now you just lost that 2 hours of gaming sucks to suck in this case you've literally lost 2 hours of your life yeah. it doesn't exist anymore and so lc tells them everybody do a scan of yourself right now we're so we have like this is the moment we'll all come back like a to a base point, yeah. And we're gonna leave one or two people here to essentially just continually pump out new versions as people fall. I love that. I love that. Like she's just like, fuck it. I've got a save point. I'll reload this shit over <laughs> and over again. Like, yeah. She's got. She's like, okay, well, cloud gaming's not work. All right, save point, local save, rock and roll. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I love this. This is, this is getting me super pumped, man. The, that entry was at 1 a.m. The next entry is at 6 a.m. So five hours later uh, that they've, they've taken some time to get everything squared away, do the train, you know, do that training for Clovis One, get everything prepared, because this is it. This is the assault. It all comes down to them pushing the Vex back. And it goes like this. We storm Europa with everything we have. I've never seen anything like it. His strength, agility unmatched. Vex after vex sliced through like butter. That sword of his wailing like a banshee seeking vengeance, carrying the weight of thousands of lost souls. It seems like a pain lingers inside Clovis One, as if he fights not just for those we've lost, but to fill a void that was occupied by fear in a previous life. Likely the same fear that brought every one of us to Europa and opened the gates of hell. That void begins to fill once again, this time not with fear, but with love. Dr. Bray stands valiantly alongside him, rifle in hand, leading the charge with ferocity and strength of will. These are the leaders we needed, leaders guided by hope. And we fall, but we rise. One, two, three, six, 
ten, we fight alongside them, those of us who can make our way across Europa and into the glassway where the portal resides. We fall again and rise again. Eleven, fourteen, seventeen, twenty, over and over. We fight, we fall, we rise, rinse and repeat. Twenty-one, twenty-four, twenty-seven, thirty. Every time we get a little bit closer, every time more and more Vex bodies pile up, it infuriates them. They flow faster, they fight harder, their numbers increase. They know what we're after, they throw everything at us. But Clovis Thirty and Dr. Bray are unrelenting, sword slicing effortlessly, stroke after stroke, rifle blaring like thunder, bullet after bullet, we fall and we rise again, thirty-one, thirty-five, thirty-eight, forty. The constant reboots aren't without sacrifice. A number of memory banks begin to fry from rapid overuse. A few of us are never coming back. We know this, and still we rise again. 41, 42, 43. We finally make it to the inner chamber of the glassway, where the portal resides. It's barely visible, blocked by the horde of vex that defend and pour from it. In the midst of it all is a giant vex, the one Dr. Bray told us about. A floating doomsday vex with the wraparound shield that resembles a hydra. There is no fear in their faces. In the midst of all this, the two braes stand strong. They rally, the few of us that remain, lead us towards a task far beyond daunting, one that should by all rights be impossible. But they show us the truth, that with enough courage and compassion, anything is possible. Together, they are the lament that carries the voices of every soul lost to these mindless machines. With Clovis 43's final strike, the blade shatters into pieces, and he doesn't care, because the deed is done. As the final piece of that monstrous hydra hits the ground, we burst into cheers. The very few of us that remain, Dr. Bray lets, us, lets me do the honors. After all, I was there when this all started. The command runs. The portal shuts off. We did it. And now we destroy it, Clovis 43 says. He wants it gone for good. No, Dr. Bray says. You know what this did. It has to go. Clovis, you, me, and every other Exo, we deserve the life we were promised. If this portal falls and we die, we lose that life. And if we're gone, and the Vex find some other way back, humanity is doomed. So let's shut it down. Hell, let's swallow the damn key. But the portal stays. Close 43. Sighs. I sure hope I don't live to regret this. Same here, she says. And that's the end of that one. God, yes! Woo! Yeah! Yay! Yay! Clovis won and Elsie and kicking teeth and taking names. Let's go! Oh, man. That's... I'm, I'm super pumped up now, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do with all this energy. 
I can't I can't read these like epic battles and just be like, oh, that was nice. We'll put that one on the shelf and now we'll go to bed. No, that's not happening. Oh, uh, that that was a fun one to read for sure. God, we fall, we fall, we rise again. Like, oh, let's go. God, that was good. That was a good one. That I was a good one. I don't, I don't, I, I have nothing to say about this. This is just fucking awesome is what this was. Pretty, pretty much. There's not, there's not a whole lot to like dissect here. It's just, nope. it's just great. <laughs> I do, I do like at the end though, where it's like, let's, okay, let's blow this thing the fuck up. And, and Elsie's like, no, we made a promise. All these people here, like there is a promise to be made to, to continue their life, to cont- let them continue living. And without this portal, we can't do that. So, it, like, I, I get it. Like, it's, what do they call that? Like, two sides of the same coin type thing? Like, on one side, you're like, okay, cool, we end it forever, but then we all die. Like, we can't live forever now because we won't have more um, Vex milk to to create exos again because at the end of the day x to make an exo requires vex milk so yeah it's it's yeah it's it's a double-edged sword and it's not just it's not just the people in the troop it's not just the people that have successfully let you know fought through to shut this gate down that she's talking about it's all of the the mines in the data banks right waiting to be reborn as an exo right to just be born like man so is is evil and terrible as this portal has been she like again elsie is kind of coming back to that these people literally gave up their lives in or entrusted their lives to us we're we're responsible for them we can't just remove the promise that we made to them yeah yep i like that i really really like that little did she know that the collapse was going to happen and none of that would matter anyway but right like hindsight's 2020 type thing yeah yeah but the the giant hive mine is that the same one that we fight in the glassway well i mean they destroyed it it right so, but I mean, the Vex are Vex. Like, right? They could build another one. They could rebuild it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. What they describe is is very similar to what we see there. Like the yeah. the big, the giant fucking Hydra, the one With that's the like, rotating shields. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that I think for I think some it reason, is anti barrier doesn't work on. <laughs> well, and I guess that's that's a a, a good point of um, point of comparison because to to guardians to us in game. Glassway strike is no big deal unless it's right. like on Grandmaster or something. Grand- <laughs> I was about to say maybe maybe on Grandmaster. Uh, Grandmaster has a word to say with you, right? But gen- generally speaking, no big deal. Now imagine instead of a guardian though, who can regen their health and be resurrected and has superpowers, it was just a bunch of humans in robot bodies with normal ass guns. Yeah. or normal for the golden age like and yeah. they had to fight through the entire essentially the entire glassway strike with nothing yeah. but vex and then fight the boss like it is a pretty monumental thing so yeah. they did pretty good i'd say so but we have one last entry in this book i uh, 
And this one is uh, many days later. So um, just under two weeks, about a week and a half later after they successfully close off the portal. Uh, and this one is from the perspective of Clovis 43, because they went through 43 different bodies during that fight. And it goes like this. So it's come to this, I say, trying to be cheeky. Come to what? Elsie asks. I didn't bring you back to exoscience just to take a stroll through a snowstorm, I say. She laughs. No, I didn't think you did. I have a gift for you. Through those doors. He's through those doors. Exactly. I pat her on the shoulder before we walk in, inside to find Clovis AI all alone. If it isn't the saviors of Europa, done cleaning up the rest of the colony? The AI asks. Just about, I say, nodding to Elsie. The AI knows what's coming. You don't have to do this, Clovis One. It's 43 now. And my name isn't Clovis. Not anymore. And I look to Elsie. Do the honors? Gladly. She steps toward the main console. Scans in. But I... He tries to plead. We're not letting the snake oil words land on slick ears ever again. She enters a series of complex code into the console, and then says the final magic words. Deactivate artificial intelligence. And the light in the giant Exo's eyes goes out. And if Elsie could smile, I know it would be huge right now. Well then, she says, can we finally get off this icy hell moon? Not quite yet. I've got one last request. You're sure about this? This is the last of the radiolarian fluid, you know, she says. Many of the souls we lost at the hands of the Vex and the terror of Clovis were gone for good, but we, man we managed to bring back a few. Got them all off-world. Now it's just us. Soon to part ways forever. I get her apprehension. Elsie finally gets a grandfather worth her time, and now I'm about to get a fresh reboot. She deserves to know why. When we added Bank E1815 to your current imprint, all those memories came back to you. About your family. Sister brother, mother, father, the pain, the loss, the guilt. Yes. Elsie, I caused that. You're not him. I'll always be the ghost of him, no matter how hard we try to ignore it. And you, you deserve to be free from that person. She bows her head 
which tells me she agrees, and it pains me to no end. There was a world where we were a happy family, but this isn't it, and we both know it. I place a tablet in front of her. What's this? It's his journal. Yours, if you want it. Lock it away, if you don't. It's mostly encrypted anyway. I'd read a bit. The kind of person I was. Fear-driven. Obsessed with legacy. I won't become that again. Not again. It's time for you and your siblings to rebuild the Bray legacy the right way. Or tear the whole damn thing down. And I can see how badly she wants to. Maybe she will someday. All right, then, she says. I don't really know how to say goodbye, but she does. She pulls me in for the first hug I've ever had. Holds me tight. We share the moment. A reverie of what could have been. A passing glance through the looking glass. Wish I could shed a tear right now. Doesn't matter. I feel it anyway. She does, too. Do me a favor, I ask. Anything. That nickname the other exos gave me. Add it to my imprint. With my number? She laughs. It's good to hear it one more time. You really like it, don't you? What can I say? It's growing on me. Okay, then. Banshee. And I step into the pod, and the doors close, and I give her a little wave. Let's see what Banshee 44 has in store. And that's the end of that one. Boom! Mic drop! Banshee 44, gunsmith of the tower, is Clovis fucking Bray. Yep. Boom! Brains are exploding across the universe. <laughs> Yeah, I, I fucking, I, God, I love, I, as much as the Clovis story, like through 90% of it is this like, fuck you guy. I hate you. I don't want anything to do with you. These last little bits, this like, this Clovis one into Banshee 44 turning is like the greatest thing that could have ever, like, yay, happy ending. You know, like it's, it's like a Disney story. Yay. (laughs) Everyone gets to smile and be at the party. Yeah. Except yeah. for mom and dad who are dead. Uh, well, and I mean, y- just yes, like a Disney story. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> ouch. Right? Right? That got real, real quick, didn't it? <laughs> oh, Whew. shit. I got to stop watching Frozen, man. That's it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but so it, as it's implied, this is a final reboot. And yep. without any of the memories. You know, he's yeah. it's a clean yeah. slate. Banshee 44 has no memory of the other 43 Clovises that he was. Yeah. Uh, and it's also why he has memory issues in general, because he 44 is getting a little high for uh for exo brains to to deal with. Well, and there's a there's a scan in the tower. I think it's like right underneath him, uh, that says like it's a terminal. It's and and 
Um, it says Banshee's tr- tried to sign in so many times as Banshee 42. So, like, he doesn't even know that he was Clovis. No. Um, like, I think until you do the, the, the quest chain for Lament, like, obviously, eventually you are led into the, the giant area where, um, the, the Clovis AI brain thing is and, and Lament's sitting there in the middle and you, you pick it up and you start, you start swinging it and killing people and rock and rolling with it. And then you bring it to Banshee 44 and he, it, it triggers some familiarity with it. And, yeah. and, uh, just, I, I think he eventually, bit. I, I want to say during the quest, he eventually realizes that he was Clovis or, or you tell him he was Clovis and he's like, but that was a different lifetime or something. So it's, yeah. he's completely written that off as like, it, he's not Clovis. Like it's, it's yeah. It's, and, and, it was so, it was so good during Beyond Light. Like the I I remember when I first got to the office and uh, um, I remember the trailers and 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 one of our clanmates, uh, Keiston, he and I were kind of going back and forth like, oh, what could this be? What could that be? And and uh, the one thing that we kept remembering from the trailer was the eye, right? The giant AI mm-hmm. eye eyeball. Um, and we were like, that's got to be the final boss. It's got to be Clovis or something like that. And then to find like, oh, he's just a, an AI thing in the on the side but then like when you get to that office there's a blueprint of that giant ai sitting on the desk and a little tiny banshee 44 on his desk yep and it's it's there's so many subtle things throughout the entire uh beyond light story that that really really brought that whole thing to life at least for me and so yeah, oh, yeah. to to have this as like the final moments of clovis and the 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 beginning of Banshee 44. It's fucking awesome. Is is pretty cool. And the Banshee is not a guardian, I don't think. Right. Um, so right. he has presumably been Banshee 44 since For near years. the end of the Golden Age. Centuries. Yeah. At least 1,600 years, according to Petra. Yep. That's a long-ass fucking time to make a bunch of memories and forget a bunch <laughs> of shit. No wonder why he's got dementia. But him being, you know, Clovis and having the still possessing the intellect of Clovis, the the intellectual capability, it makes so much sense that you can just bring pretty much any piece of weaponry to him, whether it's alien or otherwise. And he'll be like, oh, yeah, I know how to do. I know how to deal with this. Hey, let's shine this up. Hey, let's fix this, replace that. Let's, all right, there you go. Now right. here's your catalyst. And you're just like, catalyst? What the fuck does that mean? Oh my God, this weapon is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. So with that, that is the end of our, of our Clovis Bray slash Exo portion of yeah. our Bray Tech series. The Bray series. legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're 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 making our own legacy. Legacy is what we decided. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I I I'm super glad that we were able to 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 do that one. Um, and I know a lot of like I know we've got some shout outs tonight for it too. Like, uh, several people are excited about this one as well. Um, and like I said, this 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 is the end of the Clovis portion, but we're gonna keep talking about Braze. like. Um, mm-hmm. I believe our next one is. Uh, are we doing? Are, are we doing Siva? Or are we doing Rasputin next? Uh, Siva and Wilhelmina Bray yep. are going to be the the next focus. Uh, that is probably not going to be nearly as long as this. Uh, the one about Clovis was. Um, so we're we're essentially the the thought is we're going to do kind of the origins of Siva. And then after we get past that, we'll go into Rasputin because Rasputin and Siva kind of 
connect at a point. They do. Um, and they continue, you know, the, the final bits of Siva are along the story of Rasputin. So, uh, We'll we'll start with Siva's inception, and then we'll switch over to Rasputin. Siva will come back in at some point, and we'll continue it out from there. But still, all Bray focused. All, all Bray all focused. Of this is all of this is the 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 grandchildren of the Bray grandchildren, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, let's let's get to let's get some shoutouts. Uh, what you got? Yeah. So uh, we have. A few, <laughs> to Yay. say the least. Uh, you guys have been very talkative this week, which has been awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so the uh, first one I'm going to go over today, uh, and all of these come to us uh, from Twitter this time around. Um, the first one comes to us from a billionaire boss battles. Is there? Let's go. Starting uh, off strong. <laughs> so they say... Um, Pretty sure y'all called it in your Osiris and Nezarak episode on Osiris being the new mentor with Strand based on this last trailer that Bungie dropped. We absolutely did call it, and I mentioned it to Myth as soon as I saw the trailer, <laughs> and I was like, dude, we called it. Like, he's absolutely... So, like, Osiris, he's got to be the first Darkness Guardian, which made me think of something else, too. Elsie can wield stasis like we know she can there's yep. the whole cut scene in beyond light she can wield stasis but yep. she's not a guardian either nope so like i mean darkness pretty much anyone can wield it seems that way because uh, we look at uh the people we know for sure have had it prior to you know the guard uh, prior to everyone getting stasis um the drifter who has a ghost but it's kind of a kit bashed ghost at this point um oh, yeah Eris, I mean, it can't talk anymore, right? Right. Uh, Eris Morn, who was a previous light bearer, but gained stasis after she was lightless, after the, the death right. of her ghost. Um, Elsie, who, as far as we know, has never been resurrected by a guardian. Uh, and we discovered through the lore cards um, from... Uh, I'm blanking on the uh, exotic auto rifle for Lightfall pre-ordering. Oh, the, the Quicksilver. Um, Quicksilver. Yeah, from Quicksilver, we know that she discovered the Puka, the little fish, much yep. later, uh, after she had already been through multiple histories and presumably has had control of Stasis uh, prior to meeting her little fish friend. So he or she was not the catalyst for Elsie. Yeah. Um, and now osiris and now we don't know if osiris can wield strand he may just be you know directing us on how to approach discovering it ourselves like you know he may be giving us the the exercises these are the the mental you know things that you should be keeping in mind while you're exploring this very dangerous power uh but that doesn't right. necessarily mean he has it Although right. I wouldn't be surprised if he learns how to use it too. I I would think so. I to me that that just seems like the uh, once a light bearer always a light bearer type thing. Like it that drive never goes away to want to help humanity and save people. And so if you lose one power, you're going to look somewhere to find another power. At least to me, that's that's what I feel like Osiris would do. Um, as would any guardian. I think. I mean. I mean, obviously, obviously you're, uh, Eris Morn. I mean, she lost one power and is like, I'm not going to give up on saving humanity. 
even if I, even if I am the dark queen of brooding. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, second shout out tonight uh, comes to us from uh, Dova Stars on Twitter, uh, who says my SO has been listening for a while. And fin- I finally dived in for this crazy Bray series. It's been a wild ride so far, and I very much look forward to each week. Thanks for sharing the lore and putting it out in a way that is fun and easy to understand. Can't wait for more. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. This this Bray stuff is it's super cool, and like most of it is only in a. Um... Uh, especially like Clovis's journal, the only way to get that, well, I guess it is in a digital format now, uh, but originally the only way to get that was to get the collection edition of uh, Beyond Light, um, which I I know I've got it. Myth, do you have that one? Or I don't remember if you have I that one or not. I don't, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the, the journal was absolutely fantastic. It was like uh, when we first got it, uh, I, I my wife and I just sat on the couch and I just kind of like read it to her aloud almost like myth is is reading it to all of all of you guys um and it it like it was terrible like you get to certain points obviously the the whole murder murder scene in the thing with vex sunderesh and like i can squeeze your spine and you will die (laughs) like yeah that was freaky um but yeah, (laughs) yeah and then of course the then then the whole arg of like um, you get you get a little piece of uh, of of a puzzle and you put it into a thing and it becomes like bits of shredded paper was it, which is literally what the ARG was is like you had one strand of a shredded piece of a journal entry and you had to piece it together with the guys to your left and right literally picking shards out of a shredder and like okay hey this piece goes here oh hey I've got a word here okay cool we've got a start point and that's how like the final entries uh, were discovered. Um, so yeah, all the collector's editions always have these really cool ARGs that come with them. Uh, and, and that one for Clovis was really neat to be like, Hey, I've got a, I've got a shredded scrap of paper. What does it mean? Well, on its own, it means nothing, but as like, you start getting more and more bits of it. Now it's, now it's a whole journal entry. Yeah. So we've, we've been talking about doing something Clovis slash, uh, EXO slash Rasputin related, I feel like since we started doing these, so we yeah. were very much uh, happy for the excuse with the season to really focus on uh, Absolutely. this subject and and dig into it. And it's been it's been a lot of fun. So I'm glad that it really has. You're enjoying it as well. Yay! Thank you. Uh, so the next one comes to us from the X Files podcast. Uh, oh so, my god! <laughs> yeah, from one podcast, podcast to another. From, what the hell? The truth is out there, myth. So uh, they say, quick question. Clovis's wolf dream, referring to the one uh, last episode, I believe. Um, Where he's like hanging over his dead corpse, dead children and stuff. Yeah. They say, are we sure that this isn't a message from the Traveler? It sounds like it in some parts, and we know the Traveler speaks in dreams. Just a thought. Love to hear your take. Keep up the good work. I like it. That, yeah. I mean, that's there's it's a valid theory. I I don't see anything wrong with that theory. I've never I've, I guess I've never thought of it like that. Like I've always thought of Clovis as just being like this evil shit guy and like nobody trying <laughs> to correct him. But the traveler was around during this. Like he even mentions like, "Oh, we don't need to put our faith in that stupid thing." But I mean, there's nothing to say that the traveler wasn't able to talk to people like Yeah, no. I yeah. I like that theory. Now there's there's 
two kind of sections from that dream sequence that uh, in particular that I think really um, kind of lend some evidence to this being a message from the traveler. Uh, The first section being Clovis saying um, to the other wolf in his dream, uh, you never did a thing to help me, but when my, not when my son died, not when my granddaughter fell ill, I had to do it all myself. You never even spoke. Ooh, we always, I always thought he was talking to his wife, but right. he could absolutely have been talking to the traveler because the traveler at this point in time during the golden age is like this benevolent thing. Like it's terraforming worlds and shit. Like, Oh man, that's a, that's a good theory. It is. The thing I don't know though, is at this point in time during the golden age, is there a precedent for the traveler having spoke to people before? Like, is I that, I don't think there is like, would, should Clovis be expecting the traveler to have that capability at all? Or is he just, he knows it's powerful and therefore is angry. It didn't do anything like, you know, it, I'm, I don't know. It, it, I'm not sure if there was a speaker at this time. I don't think there was. No, no, no. I don't think there was at all. Cause I don't think, I don't think the speaker came around until, uh, till the guardians till way, like way after the, the dark. Um, yeah. The yeah. Dark no, I, I think you're right. So it's, it's hard. I guess I, I could definitely see that being the case, but it, it, at the same time, it's kind of hard to be like, well, he's angry that the traveler didn't do anything, but if the traveler's, literally never done anything like this before why would he be angry at it you know sure sure i i I can see that yeah the 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 next line though in response uh to clovis saying this at the other wolf um is the she-wolf saying the best voices never let themselves be heard this lesson is worth teaching again and again the choice is never mine it is always yours I mean, Which that, that could absolutely be the trap, like yeah, because the traveler, like, and again, kind of zooming forward in the timeline, the traveler reses, or the the traveler released the ghost to res the guardians, and the guardians are never told what to do. They're they're given suggestions, like in the drifter, they're like, hey, we need to go to this last city, and the drifter's like, nah, fuck that, I ain't following that. So I mean, like, the choice is always yours. Like that's a uh, man. This this theory is. I could, this I could, got really, some legs, man. I could really see it going either way. Um, this could be Clovis's subconscious struggling with himself. Like, you know, it, it, this could be, you know, his, his good half, the half that Banshee inherited. <laughs> I was going to uh, say the half that became Banshee. Right. It, it could be that piece of him saying, like, you know, you did this. You had the choice to stop this or, or prevent, you know, not, not do it at all in the first place, but you continued. Uh, you should take responsibility, um, or it, it could absolutely be a message from the traveler. Uh, so I, I, I think the theory has legs. I don't know that we can state definitively one way or the other, but it's a, it's a cool thing to think about for sure. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so the next and final shout out for the evening comes to us from Ben, uh, who I have to point out. Uh, has the the at the great mutato, which Let's go. I think is wonderful. I don't know what I don't know if that means anything, but it it sounds you fun say to say. Potato, I say mutato. <laughs> um, so uh, Ben and uh, I on Twitter actually had a little bit of a discussion. Um, 
And uh, but the particular one I want to to focus on for the shout out was uh, them saying I just finished re-listen a uh, re-listen to Dark and Light, currently redoing The Awoken while waiting for new episodes. The Brave series has been great, so chilling at times. Myth, your readings are on point, and Zor is also making some great points of his own. Keep it up! Yay! So thank I'm you. I'm starting for that. to make connections. It's finally <laughs> happening. It's only taken a year or two or three, and, but I'm finally getting it. Slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah. My little squirrel brain can't contain all this information in one spot. It's, it's <laughs> I try, but it doesn't always work. But the uh, the conversation, um, and I'm not going to go through every bullet point, but the main uh, main overarching conversation that we had was. Um, Ben had made the the point that I, uh, you know, light resurrects guardians without a choice, and dark offers dark offers a choice. I uh, light gives you free will, and the dark doesn't gives you none. And uh, he was pulling that from something we had said uh, during our books of sorrow episode four. And while I still think some of that is true, I, I my viewpoints have changed a little bit. And I, I think that it's more so that light equals forgiveness and, you know, a clean, a clean slate for a second chance at being the best version of yourself. Yep. You get all, you get all the base parts of yourself, all those base emotions, kind of like the exos, but then you, you are given the choice to, to, or, or you, you as that, as that base slate has the options now to make better choices or, or to, to have better choices, uh, presented to you. Yeah. So light is forgiveness. And I, I think dark is retribution. It's yes. having power to, uh, enact retribution against those that have wronged you and those that challenge your right to exist. Uh, it allows you to remember what has been done to you to avoid being hurt in the future. Yeah. Or to use that 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 past, like you were saying, as a weapon to weaponize your 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 yes. um what emotions, your your memories, your past, your experiences, like your past traumas, really. Yes. Yep. To be able to weaponize that uh, against any future thing that comes in your path. So I. Uh, but Ben also asked, and I think there are probably others that want to know, um, if we had ideas for doing things like the Dark Future uh, or the story of Ares 1 um, and some some kind of filler episodes in between some of the longer series. And both of those are definitely on our radar. Uh, yep. Dark Future and, and Ares 1 for sure. We've also looked, uh, we've got plans for things like Shaira and yep. doing character pieces on Ikora and Osiris and, and some of that. So every, every once in a while we get like a, like a week break in between stuff where it's like, yeah. Hey, we've got a week or two before the next season starts and we don't, we've just finished this series. What can we cover in a week or two that we don't get overwhelmed or something like that? Um, which oddly enough, we're kind of like right at that cusp, but we already have a bunch of stuff planned. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be prepared for double episode possibly coming in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Depending um, on how things work out with launch, uh, of lightfall and, and we, we may have to do double yeah, uploads we may for a week definitely or two. Get a double, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, it, particularly the, the dark future, um, since that is essentially Elsie's, 
um, the lore. Uh, I I think we're going to cover that one as part of the Bray stuff that we're doing because she is obviously a Bray. Uh, so yeah, I I for sure that one is is a a bigger blip and closer blip on our radar than Aries one. Um, but I do I do like the Aries one story as well. Like that's that's a that's a good one too. That that uh, it's a a good standalone story. That's like a a, a good one episode. Uh, so yeah, definitely definitely on our radar to to do stuff like that. And again, like the Shira stuff, that's a really cool story. Um, uh, yeah, all these all these little stories that are like one, two episodes. We love doing those as like an in between, um, uh, especially when like because because Destiny's like any other live service game, it has its lulls, it has its downtimes, and so like when it comes to those point where it's like where there's no real story being covered, there's no real anything here, there, or anywhere. Um, let's let's do a let's do a quick one. You know, let's do a let's do a neat little like. Uh, like our like our very first episode, uh, the Penguins of Europa. It's a it's a cute story um, that is actually still relevant today. Um, with the with the Micah Ten being the 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 guardian for all hunter hunter ghosts for some reason. <laughs> so yeah, it's it we do love we do love those little ones too. Yeah, absolutely. And small small teaser, uh, Aries one may be a little more connected to Braytech than you might imagine and so we might bum, bum, we might bum, hear bum, a little bum, bit bum. about them in uh an upcoming portion of this this mega series <laughs> but no thank you to everybody that left comments and to those that leave uh reviews for us on you know apple podcasts and audible and, and spotify and all the places thank you so much that means a bunch to us uh, absolutely you know if you're so inclined and you want to drop us a comment like these fine folks did or leave a review somewhere uh you know rate us what you think we're worth and you may hear yourself uh on a shout out in an episode yeah all righty uh well uh you got anything else smith no that's it for tonight all righty well then from all of us lore daddies to all of you guardians out there we'll see you next time <laughs>